Are you looking for a way to dig into your world building for your story? Then I recommend that you check out my world building workbook for fiction writers now available. It's at howtowritethefuture.com. Just head on over there, click sign up, put your name and email, and there you go. That workbook will be delivered to your inbox straight away. Hey everyone, Beth Barani here. Welcome back to another episode of How to Write the Future. In today's episode, I want to share with you about Spark One from my book, Overcome Writer's Block. I call it motivation to write and passion, the passion for writing. I'm going to read it to you and then I'm going to talk about it. I have been writing fiction seriously with intent for 25 years. And I have to continuously reconnect to my spark for writing, my passion, and my purpose. It's not a one and done. So for all of you out there struggling yet again to reconnect with your writing because maybe you've dropped it for some time, life has intervened, now you're coming back, and maybe you feel horrible that you have let so much time pass and maybe you feel there's something wrong with you or you're never going to get it. But actually, part of being a creative is learning how to come back to the work again and again and not make yourself wrong for the other things that you've put your attention on. And so this spark grew out of my realization that I had to reconnect and reconnect again, and sometimes multiple times a day or week or in a month, and certainly within a year, I have to reconnect to my passion. And that act, it's like you're, you're practicing that muscle of forgetting and then remembering or having to set it aside and then coming back. Actually, the more you do that, the better you get. So then it becomes quicker and quicker and quicker, the ability to reconnect to your passion and purpose for writing so that you can get to it. So here's the spark. I hope you enjoy it. Spark one, passion, passion for writing. What is this powerful, mysterious force that compels us to start to write, let alone continue day after day? At heart, it is passion. If you don't know how to get started or you're bored with your writing, it may be because you have lost touch with your passion. Identify the fire that electrifies your desire to write. Spark your passion and quicken it. How? Read on. Step one, identify your passions. What gets you up in the morning? What keeps you going during the day? List everything, including writing. Finish these phrases, I love, or I can't absolutely live without, or what excites me the most is, now specify what kind of writing, genre, and form you love. How does it drive you wild? Is that what you're writing today? If so, and you're writing what you're absolutely passionate about, bravo. Why do you love it? Count the ways. Be specific in your reply. Be revealing and tell yourself something you've never acknowledged before. If not, why not? List all your reasons. Practical, silly, emotional, bizarre. Either way, read on to find ways to rouse your zest for what you're writing or to find a way to write what you really want to be writing. Step two, spark your passion. Notice I only said passion, singular, not plural. Narrow your choices down to one. I know that's hard, but you can do it. How do you spark your passion? Well, by writing, I imagine. 
But instead of doing what you've always been doing, spice up your writing by changing your routine. Change your environment. If you always write at home, go to a friend's house or to a cafe to write. If you live in the city, go to the country overnight or vice versa. Nothing helps reset a body clock like sleeping over in nature. But the city can be just as vivifying too. Or rearrange or clean your writing space. Bring in a new item that isn't about writing. Write with all your senses and let your mind wander far and deep and into the past or far into the future for inspiration. The universe is the limit. Gather items to enliven and spark excitement. For example, an orange, cinnamon, felt, wool, silk, a stone, lavender, nutmeg, a chanting bell. Take risks. What is the next riskiest thing you can do with your writing? Do it. For example, write stronger or make your characters bolder. Now, what is the next riskiest thing? Do that too. Until, voila, you've moved beyond your comfort zone into a totally fired up place where you feel amazing because you did it. You wrote the very thing you thought you couldn't. Step three. Invite the writing block monster to lunch. Every writer on the planet has probably experienced moments of complete block, writing blocks, these monsters, these hydra that attack from behind. How do we deal with them? Instead of talking about how stuck you are and analyzing the causes, turn and face yours and know that you are not alone. Now it's time to trick the monster. To get to know this creature better, invite him or her or it to a meal. Not to be eaten, but to eat with in a civilized manner, be it lunch or high tea at home or a picnic at the seaside. Assemble all your favorite delectable delights. Be sure to ask your monster its favorites too. Be courteous by providing a few. Your invitation must be specific and kind. Your writer's block monster wants to feel welcomed after all. Set a definite time and place. When your monster arrives, greet it kindly. Once it is settled, engage it in polite conversation. Around the time of the after-meal digestif, settle into more serious matters. Share with the monster what you write and the reasons why, and ask it why it comes around at certain times. What is the monster's agenda with you? What has been its purpose in your life up to now? What does it want from you? Be sure not to scream this last question. It might cry. Once you understand each other's motivations and goals, then perhaps over the last bits of cake, you could come to an agreement. Arrange for your writer's block monster to come over by invitation only, instead of crashing your precious writing sanctuary. After all, these monsters once served a purpose and now can serve a new one that you decide. By understanding why and how our internal monsters inhibit our passion, we can then galvanize our writing in new ways. Let us remain respectful of the creative drive and feed it plenty of fuel. If we do, our passion will remain faithful for as long as we choose to be the creative beings we all are. Happy writing. This is still one of my favorite sparks. This notion of taking your writing block monster to lunch still stays with me. And I do versions of dialogue with my writing block monster, which is more turned into the critical editor voice in my case. So your monster might not be about writer's block. It might be about the critical inner voice. I invite you to dialogue with that part of you, to imagine that part of you as sitting across from you, maybe at a cafe, if having a picnic is too cozy. So if you're sitting with them with a table between you, where you can ask that version, that part of you, what it wants and why. 
So I hope that this spark is useful for you. Let me know how it played out, what it was like for you. I'm curious. I also want to hear your success stories. The reason why I am putting my sparks here on the How to Write the Future podcast is that it is foundational material to support you in your writing. And I wanted to share them with you. I'm first and foremost, a creativity coach for writers and a teacher, and I'm here to guide writers to reach for the stars. All right, everyone, have a fabulous, fabulous week. I look forward to connecting with you next time in our next How to Write the Future episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to my podcast. Your interest and feedback is so inspiring to me and helps me know that I'm helping you in some small way. So write long and prosper. Are you stuck and overwhelmed by world building? Then check out my new world building workbook for fiction writers. Head over to howtowritethefuture.com and sign up for yours today.